Stretch it out, out, caramello. Is that your favorite candy bar? No. What's your favorite candy bar? <coughs> Kit Kats. Why? Because uh, they're the most delicious ones, probably. It's a good, it's a good reason. <laughs> huh? It's a good reason. Yeah. I like to great, rate things on the uh, how delicious they are. Mm-hmm. So if something's the most delicious, mm-hmm. it's my favorite. Like, for example, mashed potatoes. Most delicious? Yeah. Yeah, they're so delicious. What comes after most delicious? Like, there's a lot of, like, de- there's, like, delicious. Mm-hmm. This is, like, more delicious. Mm-hmm. Most delicious. No, more delicious than that. Okay. <laughs> most delicious. Okay. So if we're doing candy bars, uh-huh. for example. Yes. A Snickers is delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese Sticks. Are, oh. more, are more delicious. That's something I don't think about often. Reese sticks? Yeah. They're good. Uh-huh. All of mine uh, are chocolate. Okay, yeah. Uh, They're not just sugary candy. A whatchamacallit? Oh, I do like a whatchamacallit. It's more delicious than that. I kind of wonder if they make those anymore, if they're they just do. selling us ones from the 90s. Oh, it's po- very, you're <laughs> absolutely right. There might not have been a new one in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And then a Kit Kat would be most delicious. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's the candy rating. To, f- f- for my palate, uh-huh. if I'm being honest, uh-huh. I like a re-stick more than a whatchamacallit. Ooh. But I wasn't really, th- I didn't really think of what I would say mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So I would switch those. I would say a whatchamacallit's mm-hmm. more delicious. A re-stick is more delicious than that. And mm-hmm. then a Kit Kat is most delicious. Do you want to hear a really confusing candy thing? Yeah, I love it. I would um, love to hear So in, in the U.S., a Milky Way... The United States. The United States. A Milky Way is nougat mm. with a layer of caramel. Right. And then with a layer of chocolate wrapped around that, enveloping this That's nougat correct. and caramel. In the U.K., a mm-hmm. Milky Way is essentially a Three Musketeers. Oh. There's no caramel in there. And they don't have a Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers can get fucked. <laughs> Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Donald Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen. (laughs) I take it that you listened to Cohen. I'm Michael Cohen today. here to tell you Donald Trump is a racist and a con man and a cheat. What's the difference between a deposition and a testimony? I mean, I've watched so much Law and Order, you think I would have picked it up by now, but. Well, I think it's. Te- uh, oh, fuck. I don't fucking know. Do you think that Sam Watterson is just practicing <laughs> law on the side these days? Like, I feel like he must have picked something up in his 20 years on Law and Order. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You'd think. Mm-hmm. A testimony, well, no, because it's neither of them are. This was, the, a deposition, I think, is when you get asked questions. Mm-hmm. And a testimony is just, like, you're saying. Maybe it's, like, what side you're on, if you're being accused of something or not. Like, mm. I bet you everyone is like, you fucking idiots. It's obviously this. <laughs> Yeah, someone with legal expertise, please <laughs> drop us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. Michael Cohen's New York accent is like... Real good. I didn't listen, just like actually. so. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's just sounds like a fucking moron, but it's great. <laughs> God, 
God bless him. <laughs> he did the real dirty work today. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not going to get bogged down in politics. I just wanted to no. do the Michael Cohen bit and we can oh. move, move away. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> so how you doing, Rach? I'm pretty good. It's yeah. uh, Wednesday this week. Wednesday. Yeah. You're going to hear this on Friday, as yeah, usual. Yeah, on Friday, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, everybody. <laughs> Oh. That's it? That's all you got? That's all I got, yeah. No updates? No. No life updates? No life updates. I've had, um, nope, no life updates. Yeah, it's quite you weak. You sound like you were going to jump into something and then you kind of pulled back. You pulling back on us, Rach? Well, You're I was going to say, my, I've been getting us? like my crazy eye thing again. Oh, no. And I'm starting to feel it right now and I'm like, no crazy eyes, no. Crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You I look fine. I know, I look normal, but... Well, but sometimes I don't. It doesn't feel normal. Right. This is why I didn't bring it up because it's not that exciting to talk about, right. and the the listeners can't see. Right. Yeah. So how was your week? That was fine. Oh. The Oscars were on uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday. They yes, were great. I... Everybody's consensus favorite film, uh, Green Book. Everybody agrees. <laughs> Everybody agrees on Green Book. That should win the Oscar, right? Everybody's in agreement. I um. God, I I went to a friend's to watch the Oscars, and I... I didn't get invited to that party. <laughs> it was a mutual friend of ours. I didn't get invited, but I found out what? about it. Found I out mean, about I it also invited myself over. I texted Ruben two weeks before, and I said, Ruben, can I, I come over to your house to watch the Oscars? I didn't get invited. I was left out. I was left out of that party. Would you have gone? Well, I told my I saw Myra on Saturday. I said I was just going to show up, <laughs> but I didn't. I was tired. <laughs> See, exactly. You weren't going to go anyway. Yeah, but it would have been nice to get invited. It's yeah. nice. It feels yeah. good to turn, it does feel good to to get turn invited. stuff down, you know? Yeah, it does. It does. <clears throat> it feels good to be wanted. So anyway, you went to the party. I went there. I filled out, uh, you know, my guesses for mm. what was going to win. And I realized that I saw absolutely no movies that were nominated this oh. past year. The only movie I saw that came out last year was Eighth Grade, which was not nominated for anything. Right. It got nominated for nothing, which is crazy. So, so yeah, so I made a lot of wild guesses. I have some ideas about movies I'd like to see or not see. Um, I was surprised about Green Book, Green Book, and then I didn't really know anything about it. And it's everybody's favorite movie. Second Everybody favorite. agrees on it. Mm-hmm. Everybody agrees. Everybody's in agreement. Twitter was like, <laughs> "Great job, Oscars! You yeah. did it. You got the right pick. The yeah. best movie of the year. Green Book." Yeah. I'm kidding, of course. That's mm-hmm. a sar- sarcasm. Mm-hmm. It was not the consensus. I found favorite. out that um, one of the two guys who wrote, or I guess they adapted, wrote, what's the word for that? <laughs> they Adap- wrote an adaptation for Black Klansman. Well, Spike Lee uh, and two yeah. of the other guys. There well, two, three the, other guys? there are two guys who are two white guys from New Jersey who were writing it, and then Spike Lee came on the project later. So it's not actually like... <laughs> He, but I found that interesting. I was just like, oh, two white guys from New Jersey technically were the ones who were writing Black Klansmen. But it's based on true events. So they were like adapting a book. Yeah, yeah. They were adapting a book. Yeah. Like they didn't pull it out of nowhere. I'm sure Spike Lee came and like put his, put his but spin on it. But one of the two white guys went to my college. I love Spike Lee. And uh, I oh. didn't realize it until I went on Facebook and then saw him tagged in some posts. Did Charlie you know Wachtel. him? Did you know him? Mm-mm. Oh, no. He's like... Two years younger than I am? He's Two younger and yeah. won an Oscar with fucking Spike Lee. Yeah, we're not doing things right here. Oh, God damn it. When are we going to get our EGOTs? <laughs> we have a lot of work to do. I'm waiting to get my Casty Award for <laughs> best. Best podcast? Well, I think I'll win best male co-host and you'll win best female co-host. Mm-hmm. Best Unless act- they don't do gender roles. Is it that millennial? 
Well, I guess with podcasts, yeah, they try to be forward thinking. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, we may be against each other in the, yeah. in the podcast. And then people have to decide which one. Or maybe yeah. we can just be best duo. Oh, maybe they'll do best yeah. duo. Yeah. So then I got to share it with you? Yeah. All right. I mean, as long as they give us two separate awards. I'm not like going to pass it back and forth. Like you get it for Thanksgiving. I get it for Christmas. You'd have to, though. If you, <laughs> like a child of divorced parents. You'd still have to do that. Because we would want to show it off to all of our oh, families. Oh, yeah, exactly. The podcasty. A podcast. The casty. I hope someone nominates us for some award someday. Well, I imagine when we get nominated, we'll be like the consensus favorite movie of 2018, <laughs> Green Book. Mm-hmm. And everybody will just agree that we should win. It's because we make white people feel better about their racism. <laughs> I actually happen to have seen a lot of the movies that yeah. were nominated because I have a kid and I can't I don't go out really yeah, ever yeah. so I wa- I watch I watch movies mm-hmm. so I saw every movie nominated for best picture with the exception of Green Book <laughs> I also get screeners so it's easy to just watch yeah, them home yeah. and I also didn't see the easiest movie to watch which is the Netflix original movie Roma, Roma. <laughs> yeah I've like seen it show up in my Netflix like feed like right at the top they're like Roma watch Roma and I'm like yeah maybe another time <laughs> I, st- I put it on and I was tired and I was like you know what you gotta read it's subtitles. Not the time. <laughs> this isn't the time. I gotta pay attention to this thing. Yeah. I don't want to fall asleep. But I saw all the other movies. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I would have said, if you're asking, uh-huh. I would have picked uh, either The Favorite or Black Klansman. Those were, the, I think, the two mm-hmm. best movies. Nominated. I had a feeling you probably would like The Favorite. It seems like it's up it. your alley. I loved it. I Adrian really... and I went to see that in the movies on a date. Oh, wow. I was really excited to see Olivia Coleman win oh, Best Actress. I mean, so I've been good in that movie. I've been watching her and things for like 15 years now yeah, since Peep Show. Because so. you're a real, uh, what's it called? British person? Brita, Britophile. What do we Ang- call that? Anglophile. Anglophile. <laughs> You love British stuff. Yeah. She was on Broad Church. Yeah. I saw her on that, and I she was, loved her. She was very good on Broad Church. She's a hell of an actor. Mm-hmm. She can play comedy, mm-hmm. and she can play drama. Mm-hmm. Much like Steve Martin, <laughs> who I mentioned on the podcast <laughs> last week. How do you feel about the Gaga, Bradley Cooper it's great. drama? I loved it. That was great. It was great. I loved it. They sing that song great. Mm-hmm. I had that song in my head for four days. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I have no, no, I don't have anything bad to say. It's great. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's the fucking Oscars. They pay for them. Mm-hmm. It's Studios true. Studios just pay for them to win the Oscars. So have fun. Have a good time. I mean, I had a great time with all my pals. Have a good time. <laughs> Except Pat. All the time. That's from Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. I wasn't invited to that party, so I mm-hmm. couldn't. I couldn't be there. I'm glad you had fun. Did, would you, what, what were the snacks? What did Ruben have snack wise? He loves snacks. He loves snacks. So I got there later than I wanted to because I was babysitting and I was supposed to babysit for a short period of time and I ended up being there much later than I thought and I showed up 15 minutes before the Oscars started. Oh, but so you everyone got had already the Yeah, everyone had been watching the red carpet and had delved into the snacks. There was a buffalo chicken Oh, dip. that's what I guess would be become kind of a buffalo chicken. There's uh there was a cheese plate. Oh, gotta love a cheese plate. That was pretty much the majority of it. It was a lot of different cheeses and meats and then the buffalo chicken dip. And there were some chips and there was some celery. It's great. And then there were cookies. Oh, I love cookies. Someone made the pull-apart cookies. Oh, the They were pretty... You know, the ones that you just like pull apart in a package and then you bake? Not even the slice and bake, the ones that are just the... I don't know those. Yeah, like they make like pre-made cookies. Like, Like the cookie dough tube is not easy enough apparently, so... Okay. Yeah. 
Sounds good to me. Yeah, what'd you eat? I, no snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have dinner? Yeah, we got Indian food. Oh, okay, that seems much yeah, nicer, got actually. Indian food for the Oscars. Uh-huh. Drank some wine. Oh, that sounds great. It was, oh, it was a wonderful yeah. time. I have no complaints about it. It was yeah. a wonderful time. My wife and I sat together. That sounds lovely. It's very nice. <laughs> right, Adrian? There you go. There she is, everybody. Everybody's favorite cameo appearance. Uh, before we get started, I guess we should uh, quickly say hello to the two newest members of the Deepiverse. Oh, yeah. Pete's new twins. I don't know how much information we want to give away about them, but, you know, yeah. congratulations to Pete. Yeah, I mean... I'm we a, talk about them. Yeah, welcome welcome to uh, his new twins, Hot Sulakis <laughs> and Plain Sulakis. <laughs> Well, he Twin just, girls, well, he born on Monday. Them, he just named them both Sulakis. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So we'll decide. Oh, okay. We get to decide which America one's the hot one. America will decide which one is hot Sulakis mm-hmm. and which one is regular Sulakis. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to look at the pictures again to make my determination. Which one is which, <laughs> which, which, is which Sulakis? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they're good. So we're happy <laughs> that they're here. Mm-hmm. And they'll be listening to Deep before you know it, I'm oh, sure. Oh, they'll be listening tomorrow or I Friday so. or whenever I hope this so. is airing. I hope so. And uh, um, so brought to my attention uh, that when we do the go there's at the end of the episode and we mm-hmm. give uh, number ratings, yes, that some people think that that is how much we like the episode. Oh. I think we need to be very clear. That has nothing to do... No, with how much we no. like the episode. Yeah, our ratings for the episodes are very different from how much it goes there. And right. the going there is about like how intense of a subject matter it is. Yeah. And the whole idea of Degrassi is that they tackled tough subjects. But some of those tough subjects are like GMO food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some of them are date rape and or abortion. Yeah. <laughs> so like so, so they go there a lot. Those with and, yeah. and the the tagline for the show was it goes there. Exactly. So right. that's where we're pulling that from. I just thought we I just wanted to clarify that yeah. on top of oh, this. Yeah, brought that's to my fair. attention that maybe people were confusing those two things. I know. And I today I did think more about my ratings and my MVP since that's something that has been brought to my attention by you. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> it's you not particularly thinking that I was rating them right or, <laughs> or choosing the MVP correctly. So <laughs> I did keep that in mind as I watched this episode. <laughs> Well, sometimes you rate them crazy and give the wrong MVPs. I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but anyway, now that the house cleaning's out of the way. Yeah, it only took like 15 minutes of house cleaning. Yeah, well, you know, that's the way it goes. We're uh, on episodes. Uh, we're going to watch two episodes. Yeah, it's a apparently fucking we're two-parter. just always going to watch two episodes together. I mean, this needed to be two, Fuck, so man. fair. Episodes um, 304 and 305, which mm-hmm. are technically episodes 41 and 42 mm-hmm. of uh, Degrassi the Next Generation, but because of all the two-parters that we count as one episode, this is the 35th episode of Degrassi. Okay. See how far away we're getting from the actual number now? Yeah, it's going to keep growing. I know. It's called Pride. Pride is a U2 song. Rachel, tell me about how you don't like U2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were ready. <laughs> also, how I hate Irish people in general. <laughs> Just ready for you to bag on one of the most prolific and prosperous rock bands of our generation. So have at it. Um, well, it's funny. I didn't even know this song was called Pride. 
um, until I looked it up and I was like, oh, that U2 song is called Pride. That's interesting. I love Bloody Sunday. So I'm going to get so that out of the way. Song. Okay, that's great. my favorite song. Hands yeah, I'll down. Talk shit about them for But God, years. I hate U2. I don't have anything more to say that I hate them and you already called me out on it. You knew. Yeah, you I knew that sense. was coming. I can sense. I knew yeah. that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You hated um, Irish people. You told some Irish guy that you hated Irish people. Yeah, time. my high school religion teacher, Mr. Dowling, Father here Dowling. Are. Here you are. Oh, right, Father Dowling. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. obviously if I hate Irish people, I must hate you too. And it's, I don't hate Irish people. Yeah. I just hate St. Patrick's Day and the fact that people would say, oh, everyone's a little Irish today. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not Irish at all. And I don't care. Why isn't there like a state Stanislaus sen- Day that we're all um, celebrating for I the Polish people? I think the sentiment is... Everybody's a little Irish, like it's inclusive, saying, come on in and drink beers at my bar. Yeah, I mean, I I can get that part of it. And I also have to remember, like, how much the Irish were hated when they first immigrated here. Trend. Exactly. My, um, I dyed my hair purple once right around St. Patrick's Day and... Father Dowling, my religion Father teacher, uh, asked me why I didn't dye it green for St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, because I hate Irish people. That's the story you've told I that dyed story. it purple for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> it was Catholic school. Right. Father Dowling. He was, uh, he's the, he was the basis for the Tom Bosley show, The Father <laughs> Dowling Mysteries, yeah. which was in the 90s. It's I thought you show. said the bassist, like it was a band. <laughs> He was the bassist in you too, also. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I have a real distaste for you uh, two. I don't particularly like their music. Um, it, I think actually like Joshua Tree, like an '80s like you two is good. But then by the time that I started listening to music in the '90s, the stuff they were releasing in the late '90s is god awful. I mean, and that's since. crazy. Oh, you uh, well, okay. Acting Baby is in the early '90s. Yeah, yeah. No, what was the one that? <clears throat> what was the disco-y one from the? Well, that's pop. That was that's a that's a universally maligned YouTube yeah, album. That was awful. I got think it has its merits. All right, fine. Um, but then yeah. I also um, one of the years that I worked at Glastonbury, Muse played and the Edge played with them, and I already hate Muse, and yeah, I hate Muse U2 stinks. also. So the fact that they were playing with the Edge just made it that much worse. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's <clears> my <throat> hatred of you two. In a short nutshell, I don't hate them. I just, there's a lot of songs I could do without. But Bloody it's, Sunday, I could hear I mean, you're a pretty, million times and not get sick of. It's a good song. That's a good song. I don't have a, okay, so. And then, Let's start off with the fact that you're I half not, Irish. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, I am, well, I'm more than half. Okay. <clears throat> but Majority Irish. Majority, about 75%, and 25% of me is Polish. Mm. Like you. That's mm-hmm. why that's why you like me. Mm-hmm. Um so so twenty-five percent of me is a goddamn idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, right? I this can't is why figure I, out, I can't I figure out how to make lasagna. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I feel like that's like a thing. That's a Italian. Can't put a turn a light bulb in. Uh, what? So I can't speak, so apparently I'm it's rubbing off on me a little bit. I uh was always an REM guy and there was a mm. sort of a kind of you were either or. Really? Yeah, kind yeah, of. I and, never... and, which is interesting because in truth, they're actually like really good friends with each other. Mm-hmm. But they were like the two biggest bands that kind of sprung from indie college rock at the time mm-hmm. and became really big. Mm-hmm. And they kind of did it at the same time <clears throat> with kind of, you know, you two famously like uh, arena-y, swinging for the fences, kind of yeah. like big songs and... Big, and whereas R.E.M. sort of took the opposite route and were sort of smaller and 
And so I always gravitated more to R.E.M. So I was like not a U2 fan. I always was fine with them. I do love Acting Baby, mm-hmm. which I think is an amazing album. <clears throat> and then if you listen to it, like Joshua Tree's the album that comes before that. And Acting Baby is so different. And I just what imagine, songs are on Octum Baby? Uh, Mysterious Ways, Even Better Than the Real Thing, The mm-hmm. Fly, mm-hmm. Uh, Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses, mm-hmm. uh, Zoo Station. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's an excellent album. I think that if I had been listening to you two in like the late 80s, early 90s, and I wasn't a child, I mm. might, or if I was a child and also listening to them that much, like I might have been more okay with it. But I think that. By the time I was like conscious of music, it was like 96, 97. And yeah. I could hear some of those old songs. It was great, but I hated what you two had become. Mm-hmm. No, I only started to like really like you two like way after the fact. Yeah. And anything that happens like in the 2000s mm-hmm. of you two, mm-hmm. it can kind of go get fucked. Yeah, yeah. And then remember Beautiful when they put day their... and all that shit. Yeah, that that's w- like, that's I the stuff that, that I'm thinking of. And it's like, I, it's hard to look past it back to like what was actually really good. But some of that stuff, like if I heard it on the radio, I wouldn't turn it. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, those songs. I think there's a, a lot of great songs in, in the oeuvre. I don't yeah. know. My, I guess I got to pick a favorite, right? That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. My favorite U2 song is, oh, also on Acting Baby is One, which is a huge song. Mm, mm-hmm. That would not be my favorite song. But. I was going to say, mm-hmm. you can't pick five favorites because that doesn't make it a favorite. Well, then. no, because when they come up again, I'm going to have to pick my second favorite song. Oh, yeah, true. I'm going to say my favorite U2 song is a song from Acting Baby called So Cruel. It is a deep cut. Mm-hmm. It's a deep cut. A and deep I'm kind cut. of being a little pretentious with that one. But I mm-hmm. just, that is, would be the song I would go to mm-hmm. if I was only going to listen to one U2 song. For this month. It's a ballad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just like it. And I also love Where the Streets Have No Name because that's like a train Mm-hmm. chugging along. I like all songs yeah. that sound like trains. We're getting close to St. Patrick's Day. We We're going to hear a lot of you too in uh, Irish bars. Yeah, I mean, like you don't yeah. all year <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the only time of year that I tend to hear Flogging Molly, though. Mm, all right. Yeah, in an Irish bar. Sure. Sure. I'm not as familiar with Flogging I mean, I know what they are. I've seen Drop them Kick in Murphy's. Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. I know them. This IHOP commercial makes me want some pancakes. You ever have pancakes? I love pancakes. They're good. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. Unlimited pancakes. That seems unnecessary. Amanda Stepto. Stacy Mystician. <laughs> All right. So, so there, we're done. <laughs> we did the whole thing. And, and this is a two-parter, so we are just, just getting, getting started. started. Welcome to the world, Sulakas and Sulakas. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna, happy you're here. We're going to start on a long one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> So, this is the introduction of Dylan Michael Chuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of Jay. And of Jay, who I cannot, like, I didn't remember liking Jay, and now I can't imagine ever liking him, period. We are going to get to a place where this ends with him and Manny together, and that is a couple that if you look on, like, some of the Instagrams, mm-hmm. people say is their favorite Degrassi couple of all time. So he is going to get to a place where he becomes we beloved. Like yeah, and I can't picture it at this point because he refers to Dylan as Dylan Homo Chuck. <laughs> because, as we know, Dylan is a gay. Well, he, is a, he is a gay person. He looks like my cousin Brian. I can't figure no, out. For nothing else than <laughs> he looks, thing, you know what he reminds me of is Bright Abbott, but like oh, a gay Bright Abbott. Bright Abbott. 
He like I was thinking about that when I was and I like clearly I knew Dylan and Bright back in the day because I watched both of these shows, but I never connected the two. And I was like, he is kind of a Bright Abbott. So Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's a Chris Pratt character. I'm very confused about why he does. Is he a high school student who plays professional hockey? No, he doesn't. I think he plays high school hockey, doesn't he? But why are they playing at like the big arena? Is that the only? Pl- they don't have like an ice hockey rink. I well, guess, it is. School. Well, Canada. There's something about like he was like, oh, "I'm going to give you tickets." Like it was like hard to get tickets. Oh, that's weird. I'd never even. Yeah, thought of that. <laughs> it's like wait, is he is he a professional hockey star and also a high school senior? I'm but assuming. I assume like, that in Canada, hockey's like a like a very big deal. Canadians love hockey. So I guess in high school, if you play high, it's like football in Texas. So mm-hmm. they would play maybe at the big arenas. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Rachel. That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we start off with a beach day. <laughs> Sorry, I got also, it is the fucking grayest, dreariest beach day. It's the I grayest, guess. dreariest beach day ever. It's so like, I was like, oh, nothing like a Canadian beach day on the lake. <laughs> You all, you can tell like the budget on the show is not high because it's like the weather's terrible, but we got to fucking shoot today. Yeah. No way we can wait for a sunnier day. Yeah. So Dylan is driving a bunch of Paige's friends to the beach, but none of Dylan's friends. Like, I kind of feel bad that like Dylan has to just hang out with them. Well, I think he's just like doing a favor for Paige, right? Yeah, I don't know. So it's Paige and Spinner and Hazel and Jimmy and Marco brings Ellie along because they're still fake dating. Well, she is not fake dating him. No, but he's not ready to say that she's not. He hasn't told anybody yet. And also like, so now is when like, with no explanation, Ellie's just an outcast now. Paige doesn't like Ellie anymore, even though they were like fine and in a band together. It's so weird. She was like, I didn't know vampires go to the beach. Yeah, Ellie did have a ridiculous beach attire with a parasol. It's though. amazing. She was like, you go play volleyball to Marco. She's like, you go play volleyball. I'm going to read. Yeah. It's like Adrian at the beach. All black, long-sleeved with a parasol. Adrian at the beach. <laughs> and then... Uh, That's my wife for the listeners who don't. Marco has a great Brooklyn 718 shirt on when they go to the beach, too. And Paige has this amazing crocheted top, like, bikini tank there, None of thing. them are in, like, swimwear to, like, no. go swimming. No. Uh, Hazel has a giant inflatable shark. Yep. Uh, just in case. Yep. But yeah, they, they have some beach fun. They play volleyball and then they make s'mores. Uh, yeah, that's really... And then and Ellie tells Marco that he has to come out of the closet, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't happen at the beach, though. No. And uh, Dylan is kind of trying to read into whether or not Marco might be gay. And Paige is like, no, he's dating Ellie. They're and they're soulmates. soulmates. That's what Hazel said. Yeah, it's soulmates. <laughs> Hazel walks in on the conversation and just jumps in and says, I'm freezing. Who's gay? <laughs> <laughs> is that what she says? <laughs> <laughs> she sits down with them and she's like overheard like the end of this conversation. <laughs> That's all. really great. She I miss says. that. And then after that, she's like, but Ellie and Marco are soulmates. And I'm like, they're sophomores in high school who barely seem like they, like... <laughs> no, they more, talk, talk to each other. They barely well, talk they to each other. But, they yeah. actually probably do on the on the outside looking in. Yeah, yeah. Seem to have a really great relationship because yeah. they're just platonic friends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, like exactly. And point. Hazel is just, like, dreamy-eyed about anyone 
in any scenario. Yeah, tiny little Marco. She mm-hmm. loves tiny little Mar- little Marco. I didn't even put that. That's not why I did that. <laughs> but he is so small compared He's to everybody so else. He's so small compared to everybody else. Little Marco. Much like uh, Spike is tiny compared to Snake. Like She's I feel so like she, like he could just crush her if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still there. So oh, so what happens is. Ellie's doing all the things you do at the beach, read under a parasol and strum a, an acoustic guitar. Yes. And then... I mean, to be honest, those are kind of things you do at the beach. Yeah, no, maybe I not guess. under the parasol, no, maybe under are. a they beach are. umbrella. She is dressed like Wednesday Adams, though. She looks great. Yeah. I was into it. Uh, and then Spinner's like, go be her boyfriend to Marco, who yeah. like goes over and pretends to be a boyfriend. And she's like, um, we're not dating. And she kind of outs, that doesn't out Marco. But she just says, essentially says that they aren't together. They broke up. And then Marco like freaks out because he can't handle telling anyone. Yeah, so he runs mm-hmm. off to some rocks and sit with his flip flops. Mm-hmm. And Dylan comes over to talk to him. And they kind of don't really talk. Yeah, no, they just kind of sit there. Okay, so then it's back to school. It's Monday, back to school. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go to the hockey game. Not, not yet. I'm ahead of myself, right? Where are we? Hold on one second. Oh, they're all at school together. Dylan is in Degrassi. Yeah, Dylan goes to school there, but yet also seems to play professional hockey, like I said. So he's there. We meet Jay, who calls him Homo Chuck. Yeah. And there's this whole thing about dropping books, and Marco comes in and kind of... Stands up a little bit. Um, for Homo Chuck? For Homo Chuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we start to get into Spinner can't possibly fathom that Marco would be gay. And this Paige is like the rest of the stuff. Yeah, Paige brings it up and he's like, but why would he be? I can't mm-hmm. believe this. And like Spinner's horrible homophobia comes out. This is a really next... bad episode for Spinner. Oh, it's really bad for Spinner. And it's like... He doesn't seem to grasp how hard this is and traumatic this is for Marco. He can only think about, like, what it means for him and also, like, doesn't understand gay men, period. Dude, it's like... like <laughs> it's like on both sides of it, it's not good. Now, my one issue... Well, here, here's the thing. I will say I think that Spinner in this episode, mm-hmm. I've gone on rants about hating characters for much less than Spinner in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is one of the worst episodes for any character we've seen so far, right? Yes, and we've gotten a taste of Spinner's homophobia before because it's Mm -hmm. come up with Marco before. And there's a couple other, like, Spinner doesn't get it kind of things that have come up. Um, I just could not believe how bad it is, though. It was hard to find any empathy for him here, Yeah, yeah. It made me really, really hate him. Um, um, my thing, uh, my, I went to high school in the nineties, mm-hmm. much before this. Yeah. And like we had gay kids in school and nobody was like, I mean, I'm not saying, listen, no. I know it's hard yeah. and it gets very rough, but and this felt like so, and maybe that is how it is. I don't, I don't know. But well, the thing is, I also think that things, it, it, a lot of this episode, when we kind of get into the meat of like the second half really made me think about how far we've come with accepting gay people in the past 15 years. Yeah. It's huge. Like it's, I mean, I don't think that like anyone that I knew thought anything less of gay people, but like literally the rights that have been given to gay people 
has been, it's huge. Like it's a lot has changed in a very short period of time. Yes. Doesn't mean that there aren't people who aren't still homophobic now, but I think that a little bit of what happens in the second episode wouldn't happen today as easily. I would hope so. Yeah, Yeah. you would hope so. But having said that, like I was saying, like I went to high school in the 90s and this didn't really happen, but I also went to high school in New York City in Manhattan. So I don't Mm -hmm. know. You, I mean, this shit probably does still happen in, you know, certain places. Yeah. I don't know if anyone (laughs) I went to high school with is ever came out as gay. Yeah. I don't think you had Um, uh, any. But like uh, people, like my mom has friends who are gay um, and that like knew in high school, like in the 70s. So it seems like Spinner was just like, like a cartoon bully a little bit. Yeah. It made him a less likable, but it didn't quite seem like him, but I, maybe it did seem like him though. I don't know. Well, you know that we're, even if you have never seen, an, uh, if you're watching this for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to get the inevitable spinner redemption storyline. Yeah. It yeah. like, comes around. Yeah. Which, so you kind of at least like resting a little bit easy with that. And they sowed the seeds of this already. Like, because we have gotten the hint that, uh, spinner can't deal with gay men. Yes, that's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has earlier in the episode. He sees like, two guys jogging together and he's like, mm-hmm. can't we put them on, go put them on an Island somewhere. So we don't have to look <laughs> at it. I was like, Jesus dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And those guys might've just been, they were just jogging. Well, because, they weren't like, <laughs> but uh, Dean, no, Dylan. sorry, Dylan. <laughs> Dean, Dylan. Dean Dylan, is much worse right, than right. Dylan. Dylan was like checking him out. And that's mm-hmm. what set Spinner off. Mm-hmm. And he was like calling people fags and homos. And it was, it was, it was honestly like, it made me second guess how harsh I've been, especially on Sean, for like not doing much of anything bad I except that, like annoying me. I hope me. that Jimmy redeemed himself a little bit. Jimmy for you. is Jimmy I is, love Jimmy don't this even, week. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll get to it. Yeah, everything I've said about Jimmy, throw it in the garbage because yeah. it was wrong. I made a <laughs> terrible prejudgment on Jimmy. He is a fucking hero, and I love him dearly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I know I have to make a culpa on Jimmy from literally like two episodes ago saying he's my least favorite character. <laughs> It's not even close. He was kind of in a bad place. But you know what? They're also humans. And he goes up and down. Teenagers. Exactly. And when I say they're humans, they're characters. Right. Exactly. <laughs> not actually humans. You'll we'll love and hate everybody at some point, except I won't ever hate Manny, which I guess is a point of contention with other people about how much I like Manny. <laughs> I guess I'm not, I'm not allowed to like characters on the show that yeah. I have a podcast about. Yeah. Well, I, I know you're also a big uh, fan of Farbtown, as you like to call I it. I love Farbtown. Stacey Farber. Um, but I got to say, her acting in these episodes is very flat. I would agree. Yeah. It was I was just like, agree. woof. I will agree. No, she has a no, kind of... No uh, expression in her delivery of any line. Well, maybe we shouldn't tag her in this episode. When <laughs> she might not appreciate it. Because I want... I don't, I, I do it's not to say that she can't be good later. Like, it's just this particular. She's feeling it delivery. around. She's figuring yeah. it out. She's figuring it out. I get that she's trying to be the goth girl, so it's hard because you're not, like, as animated necessarily. But, and, but she's done better in things before. I think that she's just missing a little bit of the emotion. But I also don't know exactly how you, like, how she feels as someone trying to push Marco to, like, be himself. Like, that's not something that you necessarily are super emotional about. So maybe I'm just like reading too much into this. But she would, you would think she should be more emotional about it, especially when Marco's like, I'm not going to be anything at yeah. one point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. Just fucking good stuff. 
Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so we're back at school, and Paige is really stoking the fire that maybe Marco's gay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so Spinner's like, no way, and convinces Marco to go on a date with Hazel. Who I thought was with Jimmy. I don't think they're together, no. Okay. I think they're, like, friends. Yeah, okay. Well, so, they shared, like, a gross hot dog at the beach. That is right. They did. Yeah, they did. and I was just like, It Wait. seemed like that was couples, like a three yeah, couples coupled did. off. But I guess it wasn't. So they go on a date, and they are guffawing about uh, a movie, mm-hmm. which they described it uh, as a male nurse falling for a, a woman in a coma. It's the movie Talk to Her. Directed by Pedro Almodovar, which is a phenomenal yeah, movie. Yeah. And it I is it, the yeah. idea that Spinner mm-hmm. <laughs> would go to see that movie and get it at all is mind blowing. Well, they literally say to him, like, <laughs> it's got subtitles, you're going to have to read it. <laughs> I know. It was like so amazing to me that, like, that's the movie they were talking about. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. It is really, really They're funny. children. That movie's they, great. I, re, I mean, I remember seeing that around this time period that movie like, is with great. a bunch of my friends. When they do this, the dream sequence where he's like walking into the woman's vagina. It's yes. Oh my God. I have like, I literally movie. have not thought about that movie since I saw it in like 2005, whenever it came out, four or five, something like that. I think I've seen it at least one more time, but it has, it's been a while. Yeah. The idea that they were laughing so hard at the idea that a man fell in love with a woman in a coma. That's all he says. Yeah. And they're all dying laughing. Like yeah. this is the funniest yeah. thing they've ever heard. So then Marco, uh, basically gets caught on a date with Hazel. By yeah. And Ellie, Ellie comes in with some other goth chick who's never introduced. We no, just see that just she's fine. next to her. And all Ellie does is just stare. And Marco seems upset. And then he says that he has to go home and make marinara sauce with his mom, which yeah. is really great. Yeah. Little greater Italian reference. <laughs> to which Spinner follows him out of the restaurant yeah. and yells, You're gonna leave a date with one of the coolest girls in Degrassi for your mom's pasta sauce. <laughs> Spinner's delivery of lines is not great. Oh, I thought this one was actually pretty good. It's just the way he says pasta. Yeah. Because he's Canadian. Yeah. Um, there's also before this, before they go on the date and he's like wondering about whether or not Marco might be gay. He's like sitting outside the school listening to music and just watching Mark. Marco. Marco cheek kiss all girls. Yes. And he's like, that was a, one of my favorite parts. That was one of my favorite moments. I was like, for as awful as Spinner is in parts of this, like I loved that so much. The thing that makes Spinner so difficult to downright hate mm-hmm. is his face. Yeah. Because it's He's funny. so goofy. He's really funny. He's so goofy. But that's like who he's... He's a little dumb. Yeah, like, And is. honestly, I kind of feel like, well, okay, maybe like the redemption will like be worth it because he's just a little dumb. He's a little dumb. So after Spinner confronts Marco about the pasta sauce, mm-hmm. Marco comes out to Spinner and yells, I'm gay. Yeah. And Spinner does not take it well. Mm-hmm. And then... The first episode, Linda Shiler, Stephen Stone's on Marco. Mm-hmm. And then we enter into the next episode mm-hmm. where Spinner is just like mad at Marco <laughs> yeah. for being gay. Yeah. And thinks it's like, yeah, it's it's a problem for Spinner that Marco is gay. Totally. Which is my problem with a lot of, let's just say, the conservatives and the right in general, that everyone else's choices is a problem with them. Yeah. They just don't stay in their own lane. Keep their eyes on their own page. Let me think of what other metaphors I can think yeah, of. You're getting yeah. them. You're killing them. You're knocking them all out of the park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Spinner is like a Republican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This you're going to have an abortion? I'm going to be mad about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what? 
it doesn't fucking matter. You can still be friends with someone who had an abortion. Um, so they, so they're going to go to this hockey game, Mm -hmm. Craig, Spinner, Jimmy, and Marco, but Spinner basically like tells everybody that Marco's not going. And then he, he, well, essentially like they're walking out of class and Craig says, why are they teaching us about soil erosion? I'm not a farmer. I'm never going to be a farmer. And then they jump right back into the hockey stuff. A hilarious bit would be if he did become a farmer. I know. I was just like, I love this. Like, like again, like them talking about talk to her. And it's so like weird. the references are so odd. And they just, are. they pick some, I guess, there's some good writers on some of these episodes. I also, like, I look at those people together mm-hmm. and I go, why the fuck is Craig friends with these people? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't seem, right. seem, it's because there's there's only so many people who go to this totally. school, apparently. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so they're walking around and they're calling it a boys' night out. And then Spinner said, could you two be bigger fags to Jimmy and Craig? It's, yeah, it's, ugh. And it's just like. Ooh, yucky. Exactly. I don't like it. it. It's like how Spinner is just like, you can tell something's up, but he won't say what's up. And then that's when he says, like, Marco's not coming with us because he's got some art thing because, you know, the gays like art things. Gays love gays. Gays Uh, love art. So then Craig and Jimmy see Marco and they're like, oh, Spinner said you weren't coming because you had to go to this art thing. Yeah. And and, uh, Adama was like, what? Wait, what? No. Mm-hmm. So then Jimmy catches Spinner in the bathroom mm-hmm. and he's graffitied. Uh, Marco is a, a, a fag on, mm-hmm. the, on the walls. Mm-hmm. And that's when he outs Marco to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And this is the beginning of Jimmy just yeah. stealing my heart. In Jimmy every literally comes up behind Spinner at the urinal and says, would you write the Let same thing about me? Let me suck your dick. Me? What? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sorry, you sorry. Write sorry. the same thing about me being black. Yes, yes. Which is like, yeah, it's a fair point. It's like the fact that people think that gay people can choose to be gay is so beyond me. Well, Spinner asks Marco to stop being gay. Yeah, <laughs> just stop being gay. At some point. It's just so easy. So Jimmy, Jimmy's, uh, uh, he's amazing. He sticks up for Marco in every way. Then he goes out of his way to tell Marco, you're coming to this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Marco says, I'll come, but I'm not going to meet you guys beforehand. I'll meet you all there. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other guys and Paige <clears throat> are having dinner mm-hmm. before the game. They cut to Marco, who's missed his stop. He's gotten out of stop early, which mm-hmm. just happens to be... Boys Town. Boys Town. <laughs> I One wish... stop away from the arena that high school kids play hockey at. Yeah, yeah, is Boys Town. Boys, Boys Town. Great name. Great name, Toronto. Boys Town in the village, they were saying. Somebody said it once. No, point. yeah. And um, there's a lot of very fashionably dressed men. I mean, Marco was very fashionably dressed with a fedora. There's fashionably dressed men, but they also didn't... They're all making out on the street. They also made sure to have one, like, leather village peep person <laughs> cop in it, just in case you just, weren't sure. Yeah. This is very gay right yeah. here. <laughs> and they're all like checking Marco out, which is also like absurd. Really funny, yeah. Because he's a child and he's little Marco. Yeah. <laughs> he's so tiny. I want to give all of the Degrassi characters Trump nicknames. I mean, little Marco's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> you work on it next yeah. week. <laughs> next week I'll have one for everybody. Yeah, so. Crazy Craig. Jimmy's concerned that. Uh, <laughs> Craig is Cancer not... Cancer con- snake. 
sorry. We're getting ahead of yourself. I know. I'm spoiler alert. Spoiler um, alert. Pocahontas, Emma. Anyway, <laughs> we're going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. So, Jimmy. Build a wall, Manny. <laughs> sorry. That's the last one. I promise. That's the last one. So, Jimmy's concerned about Marco. Drake. And tries. <laughs> All right, I promise. That's that. We should just do like a live reading where you speak for everyone but as Trump. Everyone is Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you commentate on the episode as Trump. Oh my God, that would be funny. Mm-hmm. I Next. don't do a good enough Trump, but I could write it and Michael Gorman could do it, and that would be funny. Next week. Pay for the Patreon listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> That was, that was fun. Um, yeah, so... So Jimmy... <laughs> so Jimmy uh, calls Marco, and Marco's like, hey, I just got off at the wrong stop. I'll be there soon. And then Jimmy gets concerned about Marco. Do you think that Marco actually got off at the wrong stop, or was he t- uh, purposely walking through Boys Town? I think he got off at the wrong stop. I do, too. I don't... I mean, I think it was, like, a setup in the script, obviously. But it was like, very convenient. <laughs> That's why I was making a joke about setup. Boys Town just so happening to be right next to the Yeah, arena. yeah. But I don't I don't <laughs> think he got off there on purpose. I think he accidentally got off the train there. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, And so... Uh, Sorry, I'm just checking out the beach outfits. Yeah, we're what the episode's running as always, and we're at the beach outfits right now, and everyone's in pants. You look at that. Look at Paige's <clears throat> top, her crochet top. Yeah, um, Paige looks great. So yeah, so Jimmy's concerned about Marco, and he calls, and it's right when Marco's walking through a park, and of course is like confronted by a gang of gay racially bashers. diverse men, <laughs> racially diverse gay bashers. Yeah. <laughs> He just so happens upon all of these these four exactly racially diverse gay bashers who just want to beat him up and mm-hmm. but yes, you're he calls so what Jimmy, Jimmy calls and they say like they're like they haven't beat him up yet. They're just like they're fucking intimidating him. him. And his phone rings and they're like, answer it, you know, it's your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And he pulls out his phone and he tries to shout into it, like, I'm not like these guys are attacking me in the park. I don't remember exactly what he said. I think he was just like, I need help, and then yeah. they snap smash yeah. the phone. Out yeah. So then Jimmy's concerned, leaves the hockey game, tries to go find him. He Marco starts getting beaten up. The police are conveniently very close, so it doesn't last very long. They drive into the park and they scare these guys away. Um, they're helping Marco. There's literally an EMT police officer who says that we're going to get these guys. She which says is not she true. calls them creeps. Yeah, we're going to get these creeps. Yeah. It's like the RoboCop. Yeah. Move, creep. Like- <laughs> <laughs> and it's like none of these things are true. And police officers aren't going to like clean your face after you've been beaten up. But it's this nice lady cop. But it is Canada. Yeah, and we don't know what the Canadian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are Maybe like. it's Bizarro police. Yeah. Like it's not like the U.S. Mm. at all. No. I say this. I know plenty of people who are police officers who are wonderful human beings, but there are a lot of horrible ones in the U.S. too. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That's all. I have nothing to add. You're right. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Um, But yeah, I just was more surprised that this lady was like cleaning up his face, and I was like, she's a police officer. She would never be doing that. Yeah. Um, And move, creep, freeze, creep. (laughs) And Jimmy comes running. He knows. He knows exactly where Marco is somehow, (laughs) and. Is his friend? He's like, no, I'm his friend. I gotta, yeah. I gotta see him. And Marco like loses it 
and hugs Jimmy and like cries so hard. That must have been scary mm-hmm. to be faced by those four racially diverse gay bashers. <laughs> because they look so non-threatening. And then all of a sudden, they were gay bashing him, and like they just like hang out over there to beat up gay people. Yeah. So Marco gets back to school and he's told a lie. He told them that they got beat up for his shoes because, you know, he's not out to any, everybody yet. Mm-hmm. So he can't like tell, very well tell his parents that he got gay bashed. Yeah. So he said they stole his shoes and that's the story he's telling at school. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jimmy knows that that's not true and kind of tells Spinner or no, Marco tells Spinner because Spinner confronts Marco again. Yeah. And that's when he asks him to stop being gay. Yeah. And then Marco basically says, dude, they they waited for me. They every Oh, he was like, even they knew I was gay just by looking at me. Yeah. And that and that's why they like beat me up. And he mm-hmm. was like basically saying, like, you're like them. And that's yep. when Spinner sort of has a moment of clarity where he's like, Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, he also says before that, like, how hard it is for him that Marco's gay. He does. He does. <laughs> They're not like beating around the bush that Spinner is like a fucking asshole in these episodes. Yeah. What is this shark goggles that Spinner has at the beach? Shark goggles. I mean, that should be your MVL. Look at those yeah, shark goggles. I, sh- I didn't even know. Look at how before. gray and shitty it is on the beach. I mean, the episode. one thing I got to say as someone who studied film. When it's gray out, you get really good even lighting. So at least they didn't have to deal with harsh shadows. That on is all very true. Characters. But when you're trying to convey it that it's a fun, it does not day. look fun at all. It looks cold. Mm. It looks like they're cold at the beach right now. Um, also, it's like the middle of the school year in Canada. Like, why are they at the beach? Well, it's early school. Yeah, because this is still technically only the third episode yeah. of the show. Yeah, true. Even it's, the fifth, it's true. It's true. Fifth. So we're talking like September, October. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's basically, and we Linda Shiley Stephen Stone on Spinner. Yeah. Contemplate crisis of conscience. Yeah. Thinking about, well, am I as bad as these gay bashers? Yeah. Paige was excited to go to the hockey game. She told her brother to kick some hockey butt. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah, and Paige, Paige has no problem with the gays because her brother's gay. She admits, though, that when she found out that her brother was gay, you know, it was a little bit hard at first, but then she got used to it. Mm-hmm. And Spinner said, yeah, but you had to get used to it. And she was like, well, you have to get used to Marco. And he was like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Spinner has a bad episode yeah. in this one. Jimmy, yeah. on the other hand, Amazing is, episode. And he's, he's not a like a hero angel. riding in on a, on a white horse. He's just a good friend who gives a shit, who understands being looked at as different. Mm-hmm. And just wants to help. I was wrong about Jimmy, everybody. I can admit mm-hmm. when I'm wrong. Yeah. I, one of these days, I'm probably going to say this. Uh, Sean will be great, and I'll say it about Sean. Yeah. Sean's going to fix a car in that shop class <laughs> one of these days, and it's going to save the day. <laughs> Sean, season three, Sean is by far my favorite, because we've only seen him for a total of about 48 seconds. Yeah. And <laughs> He's always talking about shop. Mostly, it's just about going to shop class. Yeah, or in, like, part of those 48 seconds is in the... Um, episode intro where Dan Woods is mad at him. <laughs> Dan Woods. <laughs> but I mean, also, we haven't seen if Terry once. Christina Schmidt. Yeah. Christina loves the city. Yeah. We have not seen Terry McGregor. Why the fuck wasn't Terry at the goddamn beach? I don't day? know. I, I feel like she was already like off the show kind of. But she's in the beginning. I, it's very strange. Like She it must have been out playing lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, do you think lacrosse is big in Canada? It lacrosse might not even is big be lacrosse. Where I'm it from. might be field hockey. It's lacrosse. Oh, you know? I, I thought that she has a lacrosse stick. 
But is that the same as field? No. No, it's not. Tad, I can tell you've never played lacrosse. I've never played <laughs> lacrosse. Lacrosse is a a stick. Lax. With a with a uh, with a basket net. on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Field and hockey is just it. a hockey stick. Oh right. There's no basket. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. there's a basket on the on the. <laughs> there's a reason why it's not called field lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Whatever it takes, if I do. <laughs> So yeah, this was the sad stuff, man. I didn't like it was it was hard to to see Spinner in such a negative light. We're yeah. gonna see it a lot. I mean, we we obviously needed that uh, that drama, so it had to be someone, and it was clearly gonna be Spinner out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, because Craig's like a boho artist. He doesn't give a shit if anybody's yeah. gay. Obviously, well, Jimmy. Jimmy's black, so Jimmy. But Jimmy, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Jimmy w- approached everything with the utmost of compassion, mm-hmm. and he really and and this happens even before Marco comes out as gay when they're at the beach and Spinner makes the com- the comment about can't they all go to their own island? Mm-hmm. Jimmy's like, oh yeah, that sounds like that's that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Like even then, Jimmy's like, you gotta chill the fuck out about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I I gotta say, from worst to first, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Love him now. God, I love him. Paige looks great. Look at her. She looks so happy. Yeah. She loves Spinner doesn't look great, I gotta say. No, Spinner's But maybe it's just like all that negative energy floating around him. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Making his hair look questionable. Influencing his performance. I mean, Marco looks like he could use a haircut in in both these episodes. Marco is very, like, slight. (laughs) Very slight person. He's just a tiny man. Little Marco. So, are you ready? B story. That was high that time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh man, this B. I'm gonna be honest with you, Rachel. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna tell you something. Man I got to something man. to tell you. Too. Man to man. Mm-hmm. I wept. Oh, I did too. At the end of this. Yeah, I was gonna text you. Well, I knew you hadn't watched it yet, and I was gonna say I'm crying right now. I but then cried. I knew I couldn't text you yet because you hadn't watched it yet. I sobbed. At the end of this is like this is a heavy episode. Heavy bones. Like, both A and B were just heavy like, duty bones. Ooh, different kinds of heavy. But and I yeah, I really cried. This got me. This episode he- highly affected by this snake has cancer storyline. Oh, and I forgot about it. Completely forgot about it. Yeah, I re- now I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He does. Mm-hmm. As soon as he passed out, I was like, mm-hmm. oh right. It reminds me of this this thing that my mom would always kind of point out about like the good things happening with the bad and like the, you, the he just had a baby and just got married. That baby is so funny looking in the in a good way. Yeah, like, it's really like has a big fat cute face. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it starts off with Snake is being a tyrant. Not Snake, Spike. Spike is being a tyrant in their home. Amanda Stepto. Amanda Stepto. Sure, I know her. Christine Familiar. Spike Nelson. It's probably easier if I say their full names so I don't get them confused. <laughs> Christine Spike Nelson is being a tyrant in their house so that she doesn't want little baby Jack to get a cold and she hears Archie Snake Archibald Simpson. Rupert Snake Simpson. Yes, thank you. Are you sure about the Rupert? A hundred. I oh, okay. couldn't be more sure. Archie Do you remember that? Archibald Snake. Rupert Simpson? No. When the, at the wedding, Archibald oh, Rupert Simpson. Oh, I already forgot. Man, that's Too much crazy. going on. Um, so Archie Snake Simpson, uh, is possibly sick. Stefan Brogren. Yeah. And so he, uh, 
essentially Spike says, like, you got to get out of the house if you're sick. And so he calls up Joey Jeremiah, asks if he can stay for the weekend. Who he only refers to as Jeremiah. Yeah, exactly. Which is fun. Which, whenever I write notes about Joey Jeremiah, I just write JJ because it's faster and I can't just call him Joey. He's Joey Jeremiah, like, always. So I think of him as JJ. Uh, Yes, JJ. Joey Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. Uh. Uh, Joey Jeremiah is about to go out with his girlfriend, Sydney. Sydney and, and Craig oh. and Ashley are like going to have, they're going to make they're out. They're going to dry couch. fuck. They're going to be dry fucking till oh the God. end of time. That's such a horrible <clears throat> term. <laughs> dry fucking. That's what they were going to do. You know it. Maybe they, feel he a He was like, okay, we can put Angela to bed at eight. Joey's not going to be back till midnight. We'll dry so. fuck for four hours. They'll yeah. be so chafed. His dick will be like so chafed and red, and he'll probably come in his jeans. <laughs> I'm just giving you the heads up Ooh. of what happens when you're a teenage boy. Yeah, yeah. You dry fuck for four hours, mm-hmm. and you just come right in your jeans. <laughs> then you gotta wash that out later. Oh, it's hot. Well, you have underwear on, so it catches in the underwear usually. Oh, okay. But. Do you wash the underwear or just, just throw them out? It's just a mess. You wash it. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Are you doing your own laundry at this point or is your mom? Probably my mom. <laughs> God, I hope I don't have teenage oh, boys. Oh, man. Alive. Heavens to Betsy. It's some fun stuff. So <laughs> Snake shows up and the dry fucking is off. They, yeah. People say dry hump. I like to. I like you to. Just go I like for to it. Jump in. Dry fuck. I just th- so Manny just showed up on the show, and I thought that was Sydney. Sydney and Manny look alarmingly <laughs> look, alike. I know we've said it. Exactly. But I actually looked up that actress to uh-huh. make sure that wasn't was Cassandra Steele's mother. <laughs> they look exactly. Because well, like Angela is her sister, so. Right. Right. Exactly. Sydney's hot. I mean, Sydney looks like Manny, but older. There you go. And Manny is older now and probably the same age as Sydney was then. Yeah. And she is fucking hot. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Is it wrong for me to say hot? She's a beautiful woman. That's no, it's fine it, right? to say That's hot. That's how I should put it. She's hot. I'm just impressed that, like, we're, I guess we're holding on to the Manny is, like, this, these are her clothes now, and mm-hmm. this will be her clothes for the rest of yeah, time. Yeah, she had that goddamn yeah. pink hat on again. Oh, my God. That fuzzy pink hat and that Vegas necklace was back. So, yeah. So, yeah, so Snake stays over at Joey's, and he's playing video games with Craig. They seem kind of happy with that, and then he passes out, like, very quickly and starts having a nosebleed, and Craig is concerned. And Snake's like, it's fine. It's just, like, sometimes that happens when you have a cold. And to be fair, it does. Not only the nosebleed part, but, like, people can have... um, Pass out a lot when you get colds? You can get lightheaded. I mean, I get lightheaded very easily, so it's not not a big deal. So Craig is concerned. He says something to Emma, and then Snake seems to be like, oh, you know, it's not really a big deal, but, like, whatever. And so then he, um, when Emma leaves, he decides to call the doctor, and they do this great shot of, like, his cut from a couple days before when he had been home with baby Jack. He was, you know, bumbling around the house and, like, cut himself. Because he seems very bumbly, I'll say, when he's at home as a dad Figure. Yeah, he's a bumble and stumbling. Yeah. Bumble. So they do this close up of his hand on the phone, um, and that cut that he just replaced the band-aid on is already bleeding through the band-aid, which is like something's wrong. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be a cut from days before, you wouldn't be bleeding through. Right. Um granted, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> You're not? 
<laughs> Your dad's a doctor. Though. My dad's a doctor. So I pick up some of that information and it's like I am a doctor by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't prescribe medication, but I yeah. might know what you're, you might you've as got. Well be a doctor. <laughs> so Snake goes so Snake goes to the doctor. This doctor does not have very good bedside manner, I didn't think. No. He was very blunt and to the point. He was like, You probably have cancer. Maybe not, but yeah. probably. You probably have leukemia. Yeah. Um, which is cancer of the blood. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh so he has to get a biopsy mm-hmm. to find out a if he does biopsy. in fact mm-hmm. right a bone marrow biopsy. So um, he's fretting about the whole thing. Emma mm-hmm. knows he's now we're past the point he's already told Emma and Spike. So there's mm-hmm. not going to be a whole like no. when will he tell no. them thing? No which drama I can't about that. Tell you how much I appreciated that. I know I appreciate that. That whole family dynamic has too much. Like will they? Won't they tell somebody? But <laughs> this was like right away. He told Emma. Yeah. He told Spike. It was great. So they're doing. So this is where Manny shows up. They're doing a silent auction for the Spirit Squad. They need to get. So they're using the. Teachers. I was very confused about the silent auction. Like they were trying to raise money for the Spirit Squad to like. And then they were making the teachers auction off things for them? Yeah. And, but yeah, I was very confused about that. And then like what this whole, like how much money they needed and couldn't they get that through all these different things? I was also confused as to what Snake was trying to sell at the silent auction. Snake had made, could, could make you a portrait out of numbers. Oh, where your face is turned into zeros and ones. Oh. Um, it's pretty oh, early so internet was, lame. <laughs> I get it. So he was good. He, I thought he was <laughs> auctioning off the photo of himself. No, no, no. I numbers. think that he was saying like you could you could get these done of yourself. And so he's standing there and he's not and Liberty's not given not given enough money in the No. Auction. No. She's only given $2 and yeah. Stephen Brogren's basically begging her to give at least $10. Yeah, exactly. And then he overhears how much uh Sulacus. Yeah, hot you know, Sulacus. Hot not yeah. not plain not, not plain Sulacus, hot, hot Sulacus was getting Cuz it's not Hot and ugly. It's hot and plain. I know. I had yeah. said hot and ugly, and then earlier, I think today, you started saying hot and plain, and I liked that a lot better. <laughs> so I just jumped yeah. on hot and plain. That yeah. is you. You yeah. started that. Yeah, I started that. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hot Sulacus was, because there's two twins, they're both named Sulacus. One is hot and one is plain. This is the hot one, Hot <laughs> Sulacus. She was giving away like a day at the museum with her or something. Yeah, like she would take someone to the science center and it was definitely a bunch of teenage boys standing around. Yeah, because she's so hot. Mm-hmm. It's Hot Sulacus. <laughs> Do you remember last week when I started the Hot Sulacus thing and you hated it and yeah. now you love it? I do. <laughs> When you listen back to the episode, were you mm-hmm. laughing at those hot Sulacus? Yeah, a little bit. A little I was bit. walking, listening to the episode out in, in the world, and I was laughing out loud at it. My yeah. own self doing a bit I knew I was going to do because I had thought about it before, before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, so, uh, but also, like, so Manny's really pushing for this, this silent, silent auction. I don't know how she's getting the teachers to do this or why, but Snake says that she should get into sales. Yes. She's very pushy about it. And it does it. seem that there's still a bit of tension between Emma and Manny, we're yes. assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's... We don't really see it until a little bit later in the episode, which is... So at the silent auction, Snake says that uh, when he realizes that Hot Sulacus is going to make all the money, 
he says, like, I'll shave my head for $250 right. in front of everyone. 250 loonies. Yeah, that's right. Um, it is loonies. Yeah. They are actually. Yeah, sorry. They're loonies. not actual dollars. They're loony dollars. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, then he raises that. So they end up doing that in the, the foyer of the school. He does. Yeah. He, he agrees to shave his head. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get ahead of the chemo. He's trying to get ahead of the chemo, but he's also, and the thing that Emma doesn't totally understand is that like, he needs to do this in order to feel better about mm-hmm. it all too. Mm-hmm. Like he's not mm-hmm. just like laughing it off. It's just that he can't, if you have something that horrible that you're coping with, you need like your coping might be to kind of be a little bit more playful or like things. He also hasn't been yet diagnosed with. Yeah, exactly. But he's just like, you know what? I can do this. And then I can at least like, then I see what my head looks like shaved. So fine. Right. Um, so he goes to the, he gets this, then he gets the biopsy and he comes home and Joey's there with Sydney. mm -hmm. They're going to eat food. That's all. Yeah. She made some kind of, Salad with shrimp in it or fish in it, so it had all those omega three fatty acids. She was very pretty. Yeah, and Snake is trying to be like lighthearted about it, and no one else wants to be. And it's like, but I okay. If I showed up and had cancer, like I would hope that you wouldn't walk around with like waiting for me to die. You know, I kind of, I totally understand where Snake is coming from in this scenario. I totally agree. I think that he, Snake is coping with it the way that Snake needs to cope with it. Yeah, exactly. He's a bit of a goofball anyway. He's just trying exactly. to keep life exactly. as, life as uh, normal. normal as possible, yeah. which I think is like what people really need in those scenarios. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. So he does get his head shaved. When he announces that he's going to do it, one of my favorite parts of the whole episode mm-hmm. happens, and it's when... Paige walks up to Emma and says, at least somebody in your family has a sense of humor. <laughs> it was really good because Emma looks so fucking serious the whole time, but Emma is so serious she the is. whole time. Like to me, that wasn't a reaction to the way Emma was at that moment. That was mm-hmm. a reaction to the way Emma is all the Period. time. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Which exactly. is why it was so funny. It was really funny. So he shaves his head. Oh, and who shaves his head? Oh. Right, uh, the lunch lady. What's her name? Sheila. Sheila, the lunch lady. Sheila walks in with gardening shears. Yeah, she comes out like Brutus the Barber <laughs> Beefcake, which is a wrestler. The wrestling fans, like Pete, uh-huh. like all the wrestling fans, but especially Pete Vasconcelos, will understand that. With his two new deepers. Yep, he'll understand. Brutus the Barber Beefcake had, he would come out to the ring with big gardening shears, uh-huh. and then he would cut your hair if he beat you in the match. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's essentially what Sheila does, yeah. is that she then, she comes out with the gardening shears, and then, uh, well, she doesn't use them, though. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she uses a, a razor. Yeah. An electric razor. Um, electronic razor. Yeah, and then while that's happening, at the end of it, Snake gets a call, and Manny comes up to Emma and essentially says something like, how have I offended you this time? Yeah. Like yeah, as yeah, yeah. As Emma looks really distraught and kind of standoffish and not friendly to Manny. And Emma starts to say, well, like, things are just really tough in my family right now. This is when I started sobbing. Um, oh, really? When I Emma was crying. crying. Yeah. That did it to me. Um, and then... Uh, Manny gives a really great performance here, but I'm not allowed to talk about that, so <laughs> we'll move on. I think Manny and Emma actually do really... It's a it's a short, but it's sweet, and I think that both of them are really... Emma's great. Emma's, Emma's crying is great. Mm-hmm. And so there's no, like, <laughs> Emma and uh, Manny don't, like, hug and become best friends at the end of it. But mm-hmm. there is 
it seems like a step towards reconciliation between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then Emma goes outside. Mm-hmm. And Snake has gotten the call from his doctor that confirms that he has leukemia. Yeah. And they have a little heart to heart. She on the asks sidewalk. him basically, like, why are you being so calm about this? Mm-hmm. To which what you were just talking about, yeah. he's kind of like, well, this is sort of how I have to deal with it. Yeah. And then they're crying. Well, she's crying, Emma. Mm-hmm. It's clear that Emma loves Spike. I'm Snake. Mm-hmm. Archibald Rupert Simpson. <laughs> also loves Spike. She does love Spike. That's her biological mother. <laughs> so, But her uh, stepfather, uh, Archibald Rupert Simpson, she loves him. Mm-hmm. And, they're cry- and she's crying, and they hug, and I was just sitting on the is couch. Is that when you wept? Oh, yeah. God. No, he, Emma once crying Once she goes started. outside yeah. is when I lost it. Emma crying to Manny, and when she says things are just really hard with my family right now, like mm. it's making me... It's bringing the tears up a little bit yeah. for me right now, just thinking about it. And it's, when, it's yeah, this, like, the A story is really, really hard, but the B story is really, really hard. They're the different. The B story was, like, dark. In, I don't know, it's... Well, it's just, like, it's they're both heavy subjects. They're heavy subjects. It's just different kinds of heavy. And I think any kind of illness death one just hits a little harder for me. So it's, like, I just for the sake that... You don't know, like, you could die and that's it. Like, Absolutely. versus having, like, an, a, a crisis of identity is a little bit, it's, like, not that coming out is easy by any stretch, but I think that having cancer kind of, like, one-upped it a little bit for me. And I was kind of shocked that the B story of these episodes was, too. like, I was like, really oh, that's a weird, that's weird that that, like, yeah. heavy a thing was a B story. Yeah, because it was definitely the B story. It's called Pride. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's mm-hmm. definitely for the A story. Um, um, he tells Emma, Snake does, yes, that, uh, he's going to beat it for you, for your mom, for Jack. Mm-hmm. It's heavy bones. I think we're also older and yeah. I think about dying all the time, pretty oh, much every yeah. single day. All the time. And like what I was saying about that whole, like things being good and bad at the same time, like when I was born, uh, my mom's sister, who was about 30, so about Snake's age, died of a brain tumor when I was six oh, months Jesus old. Christ. So, like, it, it's the thing is that people die all the time. Yeah, and it can it's happen like, at any moment. Yeah. You can get cancer and die I've been thinking tomorrow. a lot about death lately. I think it's that winter. There's a lot of people who've been dying or been diagnosed with things and stuff, and it's just, oh, it's rough. I think about it all the time. Now yeah. I have a kid. You would try to want to stay alive for your kid. That's kind of Yeah, deal, right, you know? right. You want to be around. Yeah. This is the depressing part of our podcast. <clears throat> we wax poetic on death. Spoiler alert, he lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going to die at some point. Yeah, but, but like, not within the confines of the show. Not within the confines of the show. He's but it's here. still, I think that like the diagnosis is the hardest part. If, if, you, um, if you get better. Yes. If you die, though, that's probably the hardest part, <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, yeah, no, you're right. The diagnosis yeah. is pretty hard. Um, who did you... Who I think we should start doing this, this as a part, because I feel like we're going to get rid of the Instagram people because you're not looking at Instagram anymore. Oh, but I looked at... I started looking at them on Sparkle Spaz. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. But I don't know if I noticed anything amazing. Um, I started following Sinead Grimes Beach. So did I. Which was like a Sinead jump Grimes ahead. Beach this week. I started following a, her. Don't you love her? 
Oh, I hate her because oh, I feel I like all of her, her stuff is promotional material that's she's advertising with her for baby things. and her kid and stuff. Yeah, that's nice, but everything's an ad for something. Oh, I like. And it kind of bothered me, and I was like, I think I need to unfollow. But I like all the pictures of her with her baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the pictures are great, and she seems happy her with bathrobe. her baby. But she's also advertising a nursing bra, and then this other thing, <laughs> and this other thing. But and doesn't Miriam Catherine fake. every single? Yeah, but post? something about hers seem a little bit more like. Not that good. <laughs> Not that staged. <laughs> you think that Emma's don't seem staged? Well, no, they're they're staged, but they're staged in a way that's so fake mm. that I'm kind of like, okay. Like, I don't think they're unintentional. I don't think they're uh, intentionally fake. I like Sinead Grimes' speech yeah. on Instagram. I think she's great. Yeah. I had to different stop strokes for different folks, yeah, I guess. Apparently, you know I mean? apparently, it doesn't hurt. Probably from my perspective, that like there are a lot of pictures of her with like her, like not a lot of clothes on. Yeah, exactly. She's an attractive woman. I'm not going to be. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. She's a lovely uh, looking person. Yeah. You know, she seems nice. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I really saw anyone else's post that much though. So I was going to say, what if we started doing when we watch an episode, and then at the end of it, I'll go. So who are you missing? Because there's some mm. people we haven't seen at all. I feel like yeah. I haven't seen in this season Liberty, JT, Jake Goldsby, any of these characters. Yeah, I mean, well, we haven't seen Terry, period. Ter- Christina I think loves Terry the is city. who I'm missing. Yeah. You're missing Christina Loves the City? Yeah. You love and I all think of her that, I mean, we had, a, we had a really lovely um, touch of Coach Anderson Armstrong today. Yeah, we've, we kind of was... glossed over. We didn't even talk about when. Uh, oh, they play volleyball and in school. And he was like terror spinner. Look at that. Sydney just came on the TV she screen. She looks like Manny. She looks exactly like Manny. Yeah. I miss obviously Liberty the most. We haven't had a Liberty episode since no. that like bad Liberty episode. Yeah. I think we'll get real, one soon though. That was a real um, point of contention that episode. Yeah, it was. I <clears> still, <throat> the Napoleon. Oh, no. I still stand by that. It was funny. Mm-hmm. But I also agree that she was. It was a little uh, much. I think I picked her as my MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, fine. Uh, I picked a person that wasn't even shown. It was someone on the team, Christine. Who <laughs> was Christine? <laughs> there was a list of who made oh, the right. floor hockey and team, and one of them was Christine. And the Banshee song, Christine. <laughs> but she's a strawberry girl. It wasn't Christine. I know, but Christine. I was changing it. I was yeah. saying Christine. Mm-hmm. I haven't sang at all. That's the first time I sang. You know, you've been quiet. You didn't well, sing it at you too. Because I can't. <laughs> You're <on>. no Bono. <laughs> I can't sing. I mean, I can't sing anything, but uh-huh. I'm not going to try to fucking Remember sing all that product too. red stuff they used to do? All that Bono product red? No, what's product stuff? Red? It was like like with Apple and everything that was red for a while. Like you get a red iPod. Uno, it... dos, tres, catorce. I hate that shit. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, also, they don't know Spanish, clearly. Um, I mean, I think it was a bit when they did it. I don't know what that product read. I don't know what that It was like, uh, it was all benefiting AIDS research. Oh. Bono was big into the AIDS And then they put that album on everybody's iPhone, and everybody was so mad about it. I was like, who fucking gives a shit? Just don't listen to it. Why were people so mad about that? Was it a privacy thing? Yeah, I think it was the beginnings of privacy stuff. I mean, come on. You're all on fucking every social media platform, putting all your goddamn pictures on everything. My favorite thing... Don't get mad about YouTube putting a fucking album on your phone. My favorite thing is when people post those things on Facebook, like, I declare that Facebook is not allowed to take my information, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't do anything. You already signed something that said that you're allowed to do... No, it happens all the time. Really? Repeatedly. Maybe you just don't have a bunch of dummies in your news. Well, I feel I like you probably lot. have a lot of old people in your yeah. that do that. <laughs> so many elderly, many elderly people. people. 
kick some hockey butt. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a hockey game now. It looks fun. Right? Should we go to a hockey game? No. You know what I was thinking Certainly this whole not. episode? I was like, we should really take a trip to Toronto. I said, I've said that already on the podcast, that yeah. we should go to Toronto. I think we should go sometime. We'll get a, maybe we'll do a Kickstarter, have the deeper, the deeper verse send us. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a Patreon level. <laughs> we'll send you lots of extra material, like Pat reading an entire episode <laughs> in the voice of Trump. <laughs> Homo Chuck. The funny thing is, is that you know that Trump is probably very often uh-huh. it, talking about Chuck Schumer and calls him Homo Chuck. <laughs> Nancy, na- remember when he was said that he couldn't, he, his nickname for, he goes, Nancy Pelosi, or as I like to call her, Nancy. <laughs> yeah, which that is also his, her name. That was it's also her fucking name. dig on Nancy oh Pelosi. Oh my God. Uh, Nancy and Homo Chuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so, Rachel, <clears throat> episode 304, 305, the two-parter Pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, what number? Do you give it on a scale of one to ten of going there? One be- and this is not how much we liked the episode. No, no, this is this how is much how it how went much there. We, how much they uh, took a topic and really stuck it. <laughs> I'm starting to think that I should go even higher because of the combo of the two. Right, yeah. That you, the two yeah. are, hold on, I'm going to change mine real quick. Christine, a strawberry girl. Christine. I'm going to, for an eight. Wow, high. Yeah. Heavy I, bones episode. I cried. <laughs> like, yeah, you did like, cry. Like, I sobbed cried. I um, needed to take my dog for a walk not long after that, and I had to wait a half hour for my face to look normal again. Oh, wow. You yeah. cried a lot. I really cried. I might be, you know, a little hormonal, but... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Totally. I gave it a seven, so I'm not so far off from you. Yeah, I originally, I had given it a seven, but then the more I was thinking about it, the combination of the two things made it heavier. If the B story had been like locker real estate again, then maybe this would have been a lot lighter of a... I still can't believe that the A story was that time Craig took that car. (laughs) I still view it as stealing a car, even if you don't. I was um, driving again in the car mm-hmm. just the other day. And what'd you hear? Yesterday. And I took this video, but I didn't send it to you. Uh-huh. So I'll just play it. Should I just play it? Yeah, for just the, play it. Yeah. The diva verse yeah. so you can hear it. More live. They're playing selling <laughs> the drama. See? You can see the video there. I didn't know that's what the name of that song was. I take videos of songs when they play on the Lithium channel. Yeah, on the Sirius. And I, Sirius Channel 34, Lithium, which is 90s music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They play a lot of live. They play a lot of No Doubt. Some of Rachel's favorite bands. Yeah, I do love the um, 90s bands. She loves They're my favorite. live and No Doubt. And um, and I probably always will. And uh, Butthole Surfers. Oh, yeah. What do they have to these days? <clears throat> they always play Pepper on that station, which mm-hmm. is a great song. That's it's probably the really only Butthole Surfer song they play, too. <laughs> That's the only one they play. Yeah. They play a lot of Alice in Chains. Yeah. Uh, I, I gave it a seven, but yeah. I could be swayed to give it an eight, because yeah. you're right, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. I will, I'll jump in and say that my um, my MVO for this episode... Oh, right. Sorry. It's okay. Skipped I was it. like, before we get to the... The VPs, the VO. The VDs. Uh, the VDs, which the sounds very... diseases. <laughs> Most venereal diseases goes to... Uh... Syphilis. <laughs> Syphilis. 
<laughs> it's probably the most venereal. Of the Who do you think has of the Degrassi cast would get will get as the an most actor venereal. or as a character? As a character, what character would get the most venereal diseases? Manny. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Well, because I'm looking at her right now, but also you know who I think it is, and I'm and you're gonna go. You're absolutely right. I wish I would have thought of that. Who? Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about the I adults. No, you were only thinking of the kids. The Sheila, maybe. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So my MVO, I kind of want to change it to Spinner's shark goggles that he wore at the beach, but mine was Ellie's beach outfit. That's the, I would have. It's the the parasol is the thing that like it otherwise it just looks like Ellie's normal clothes. But the fact that she's reading with a parasol at the beach, I mean, she is very pale and redhead. Like I get it, but it was like an Adam's it was family absurd because kind of yeah. there was also no sun because it, it was the grayest day. It was in very Canada Edward Goryish. Mm-hmm. Well, she loves Edward Gory, <laughs> mm-hmm. as we know. All right, Rachel. So we're gonna sit here. I'm gonna ask you a big big question. Who is your MVP or MVD or most valuable Degrassian? I have a really hard time choosing. I wrote down two. I wrote down two as well, but I know who I'm picking. Do you want to go first then? If you want me to. You always make me go first because you never have a goddamn answer. Yeah. I'm going to make you go. You have to pick one. If you want to pick two, it's your podcast. I know. I know. I think you should pick one though if you want to know the truth. I think you're doing this I think I should too. (laughs) And I, my inkling is to go towards the per, towards one, but I think that I shouldn't pick that person because I pick them a lot. So, huh? Interesting. Oh, I know what you're gonna do. I know where I know who that person is. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna go with Marco. Okay. Um. Okay. But my inkling was to actually do Marco and Snake because I feel like both of theirs. Well, are those just, stories like, are so... very A and A. Like these are yeah. A and B, but those they feel it was like really, A and A. It was a lot, and it's just. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just felt for both of them a lot yes. this episode. So. They both did a great, did a lot of heavy lifting. Yes, exactly. So you're gonna pick Marco. I kind of think I know who you're gonna pick. Del which Rossi is interesting because I think that you're gonna pick in the way that I normally pick, whereas I think that I picked in the way that you normally pick. I think that you picked in the way that I normally. Pick, yeah, and I think yeah. that I'm gonna pick in the way that you normally. Yeah, because you know who I'm gonna. Pick. You're gonna pick Jimmy. I'm gonna pick Jimmy. Yeah, but the way you spoke about Jimmy, I was like, actually, you know what? I do think that Jimmy's really great in this episode. Here's why: because mm-hmm. I was between Jimmy and Marco. Yeah, it's a very it's Marco's episode, and I do think the MVP in the way that like a sports game, the MVP is player that like does the most and does the best. Kind of mm-hmm. that's how I look at it, and I think that the reason I'm picking Jimmy is because Marco's story is so informed by the sort of generosity of spirit of Jimmy. Yeah. That I can't separate those two. And in a way, I just think that Jimmy was so... I think 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 it's also because I I have kind of shit on Jimmy a lot lately that I sort of owe it to him. But I think that that's actually the way that you're choosing this is how I normally think of them is that like who who either goes through some kind of transformation or has some kind of realization or does something that's really a wonderful thing to do. Right. And that's why I think that Jimmy is a great MVP for this episode. I think that I went for Marco cuz he went through a lot, but I don't know that But Marco's he a really, great choice. But I also feel like he didn't necessarily deal with things 
sense in like the way that. Yeah, but I don't think that that is. I don't think that that's necessary to mm-hmm. be an MVP. I no. think it has to be like. I don't think it's necessarily the person who gets the most screen time. Is what I either do say. I. I don't either. Um, but I, and what, I definitely if the story is like the most focused on them, it doesn't necessarily like Spinner. Obviously, not an MVP, and he's a huge. Well, part of that but story. I don't think that it me. But that it uh, that it also. I don't think it needs to be the best person in every no. episode. Even though I am in this case probably picking the best person in the episode, but it's because I felt most moved by his. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And it changed. And it also changed my perce- completely changed my perception of a character yes. that I didn't like until this episode which is huge so that's yeah. a big whereas move. I think I was just felt so sad for everyone in this episode <laughs> and I was just like I love them all a really good Marco and Snake are such good picks mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. this was a hard episode to pick uh, yeah. pick uh, MVPs because there's a lot of a lot of worthy participants yeah yeah it was you gotta feel for Marco he just went through a ton yeah, he did. He did. And he's coming and you know it's 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 going to be a struggle. It is. It's going to it's not like a quick it's done, you know. Right. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. <sighs> so yeah, so on that note, 90 <laughs> that, minutes. That heavy 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 episode. But it was still it was I really enjoyed watching it. Yes, good one. Yeah. I mean, my rating of like whether it was good or not, this was a good episode. Or good this double is a, this episode. This is a 10 on, on the good episode yeah, scales. Yeah, yeah. This exactly. is as good as it gets. This season, we've what had some really good. This is as good... good as it gets, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> we've had some really good. <laughs> we've had some really good episodes so far this season. Yeah. Well, it's only been three episodes. Yeah. They've all <laughs> two, been pretty two, good. Two parters, though. The first. Stofel. This is a, the best. This has been like all. all like this is knocking out of, out of the park season we so far. We went to Stouffville. We wore a thong. Marco came out of the closet. Snake got cancer. Yeah. Jimmy became a character I don't want to fucking punch in the face. Sean hasn't been here at Sean's all. Sean's been used to the greatest <laughs> Sean ability. Man. We met some new people. Yeah. Yeah, we met Dylan. And Jay. 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 It's so funny that that character is going to end up in a committed relationship with Manny Santos. Yeah, I can't see how I'm going to like him, but we'll see. I remember that he does, he he also is big time involved in the scandal where Emma blows people for bracelets. Oh, (laughs) she blows them for a bracelet. I can't wait. You know? Yeah. I I will. I walk. You remember that song? Mm -hmm. That was one of four hits from that album. It's four hits. That doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. Although maybe one of those Drake albums does. I don't know. That's true. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the kids these days. I don't know how like how you measure a hit anymore. Those songs were very popular songs. Everybody liked them. Yeah. What Radio like? plays? I don't mm-hmm. know. Collective Soul. You remember them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have said, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> that works for like almost all 90s bands, though, to just say, yeah. Right. But that's like specific yeah. to yeah. that Collective Soul song very much. <laughs> If anybody, folks, if anybody ever asks you, do you remember Collective Soul, you should not miss a beat and go, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a little late. No, I wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> I would have missed the beat as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you should have done that. I'm telling them now that you know. That I now should, that yeah. they are telling mm-hmm. them. Yeah. They should know. They should know. Just know. be ready. But that's hard. I wouldn't have got there. No. So on that note, guys. Is that it? I think that's it. <clears throat> I think this is the longest our- episode. Probably. Mm-hmm. 
we had a lot to talk about, but we had a lot to talk about about the song. Ugh, look how this about. next episode is beginning. <laughs> it's, it's, it Sean. went into, so our, <laughs> we watch it on the TV with no volume. And it, the 305 just ended, it went straight into 306, which opens with Sean. <laughs> and I yeah, just got mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, heaven let your light shine down. Thanks for that. Hmm. All right, y'all. It's been real. Have a great weekend. Uh, send us an email. Every episode ver at gmail.com. Follow, Follow us Instagram on Instagram. Sparkle, sparkle spaz. Two Z's. Mm-hmm. Two Z's. 28. 28. Go to the Facebook page at Dean podcast d-e-e-m-p-o-d-c-a-s-t mm-hmm. and put a picture on there or something yeah and tell us about your favorite degrassi character mm-hmm. tell us what you thought of this week's episode yell at me because i like manny too much just like everybody yeah. else in my life <laughs> i'm not allowed to like characters on the show i mean well i just don't trust your judgment anymore please <laughs> she's the best character <laughs> on the show don't listen to any of don't listen to any of this shit Oh, She's the best yeah. character on the show. Send your Michael Cohen impressions to take videos if you're doing Michael Cohen. Oh yeah, that'd be great. We can watch those and have a good chuckle. Yeah, every episode for gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. Send it to your friends that love Degrassi, etc. 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 And who doesn't love it? Who doesn't love it? Lunatics. It's true. All right. See you later, y'all. Bye. I say y'all so much for someone who's from New York. <laughs> right? Why you really I, do. Why do I say that? I don't know. I think that you're trying to be like down home. Inclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make everybody feel like comfortable. Do you think that they, they don't say that in Canada though, right? No. What do they say? Sorry. (laughs) Emma was sorry at one point in this episode. Oh, that's good. I always write down, I say Emma's sorry. (laughs) That was the only sorry I got in this one. She was sorry, but also Spinner said pasta. Oh, yeah, that's good, though. Pasta sauce. Pasta. All right. All right, so we'll be back next week. Have fun. Bye.